Hello everyone, we are back with yet another episode of Let's Talk Trends. I'm Dawn, Content and Communications Lead of Nine Global Investors. Thank you so much for being with us here today. In this series, I will be chatting with investment professionals and industry experts to discuss market insights and trending topics in a casual and lighthearted manner. This podcast also aims to provide investing tips and actionable ideas for beginners looking to dip their toes into the world of finance. In this episode, I am thrilled to be joined by our ETF specialist, Ong Xun Xiang, as we delve deeper into the topic of exchange-traded funds and discuss how you may use ETFs as building blocks for your investment portfolio. Welcome to this episode, Xun Xiang. Hello, Don. Great to be here. Hello everyone, I'm Xun Xiang from LGI and you can call me the ETF guy. The ETF guy indeed you are. So just for the benefit of our listeners, uh, Jin Xiang and I worked very closely on the launch of our line OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF last year. He joined us at the right time and definitely brought us across the finishing line. To refresh at Line Global Investors, we have three ETFs on the shelf. That is a Lion Philip. S-Suite ETF, Lion OCBC Securities Hang Seng Tech ETF, as well as the Lion OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF. So to kick things off, what first got you started into ETFs? Like many of you out there, I used to wonder how ETFs worked. I first came across ETFs more than 10 years ago when I wanted to use ETFs for my portfolio. ETFs are like Lego building blocks, which you can use piece by piece to build your own portfolio. ETFs are a useful tool to help investors like you and me gain exposure to proper diversification that used to be exclusive to institutions. This is why I am here today to share more about how you may use ETFs to gain diversified exposure and future-proof your portfolio. Yes, ETFs is a great investment vehicle to address various portfolio objectives and particularly serving as a low-cost option to investors. Can you please share a little bit more about the three ETFs that LGI currently offers and what would potentially suit investors of different needs and risk profiles? At Lion Global Investors, we built our ETFs to cater to different investors' needs. For example, if you are looking to receive a sustainable income stream, our SREIT ETF may be a good choice. It is backed by quality Singapore REITs and has paid distribution semi-annually since its inception in 2017, even during the COVID-19 pandemic. On the other hand, if you are a growth-oriented investor with higher risk tolerance, our Hang Seng Tech ETF may be a good avenue for you to gain exposure to the Chinese tech sector. And if you are a hybrid investor in between these two types, our recently listed China Leaders ETF may offer you a blend of growth income investment flavors. Well, great. Thanks very much for this very quick summary. I guess there's something for everyone. For the purpose of this podcast episode, let's focus on the recently listed Lan OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF. So let's set the background for this discussion. China is no doubt top of mind for many investors last year, as well as headed into this year. 
2021 was a very challenging year for Chinese equities, with plenty of regulatory headwinds, economic challenges such as slowing growth, continued geopolitical tensions, as well as uncertainty around the pandemic. Over the past 12 months, uh, we saw a peak to trough correction of 33% on MSCI China, which is the largest drawdown since 2015. Surely, the million-dollar question for so many investors right now, is China still investable? I agree with you that 2021 was a challenging year for China. One key reason was the onslaught of regulatory measures to manage its monopolies and build a stronger foundation for future growth. 2021 was also a single year in the context of a much bigger opportunity. As short-term volatility can cloud the larger growth picture, we encourage investors not to view China as a trade, but rather as a long-term investment. And if we look at the long-term picture, China is the world's second-largest economy and second-largest stock market. All signs are pointing to the rise of China as the next economic superpower. Simply put, China is too big to ignore. From Gold's estimates in the CNBC article in February last year, China's economy is already expected to overtake the US in 2028. From a HSBC research report in May last year, China's private consumption is also expected to reach 12.7 trillion US dollars by 2030. In terms of demographic trends, China's consumption is shifting towards more, being more service-oriented, being expected to take up 52% of industry makeup by 2030 at 5.2 trillion US dollars compared to 45% in 2019. This will accelerate and drive growth in service industries, especially for financial services, healthcare, insurance, and education. Furthermore, since the launch of China's Stock Connect schemes, foreign and institutional ownership of Chinese equities have gradually been on the rise from 2015 until now. The next five years will be a critical period of China's growth, and it is crucial for us to ride on this wave as China grows to be the world's next superpower. One key advantage of investing in China Asia's is the diversification benefit because they have demonstrated low correlation with global markets. In other words, by making allocations to China Asia's, you may be able to diversify away some risk. I agree with you that China market is too big and too vibrant to ignore as it grows to the world's superpower. And the market now could be underinvested and underappreciated by investors. Some investors are definitely concerned whether the Chinese market is still investable or not due to very significant regulatory and growth concerns. But right now, we are seeing tremendous opportunities. In fact, our chief investment strategist, Lim Yun, just put out his China market outlook piece highlighting how now, indeed, is the time to invest into Chinese equities. So given the lackluster performance of the China market last year, what is different this year that can inspire investors with regards to investing in China? To start, 2022 will be an exceptionally important year for China. As we speak, 
the Beijing Olympics recently closed with a stunning ceremony and President Xi Jinping is likely to secure his third term during the Chinese Communist Party Congress Assembly late 2022. In China's December 2021 Politburo meeting, senior leaders have unveiled the 2022 priority to be supporting growth with strong attention on financial stability and innovation. This is a remarkable shift from its 2020 meeting, which focused on strengthening anti-monopoly rules that triggered the regulatory crackdowns in 2021. The December 2021 Politburo meeting also cited efforts to ensure the bottom line of people's livelihoods, but without specific mentions of common prosperity. In 2021, we experienced China balancing between economic recovery and policy tightening. But in 2022, we expect to see a new focus on policy loosening as China continues its transition to higher quality growth. In fact, policy loosening already started when the People's Bank of China, also known as PBOC, cut the reserve requirement ratio, also known as triple R, for banks by 50 basis points, effective on 15 December 2021. And this is expected to release 1.2 trillion yuan, which is around 188 billion US dollars, in long-term liquidity to support economic growth. In the same month of December 2021, the PBOC also lowered the one-year loan prime rate, also known as LPR, to 3.8%. The last time the PBOC cut the LPR was on April 2020, when China was at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And this cut also lowers the lending rate for corporate and household loans. We believe the triple arc and LPR cuts will set the tone for continued policy loosening in 2022, while other countries like the US focus on policy tightening such as rate hikes to tackle inflationary pressures. By providing exposure to 80 industry leaders across 12 sectors, the Lion OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF is well positioned to ride on this new wave of policy loosening. Well, thanks so much for sharing this. Uh, all these signs are very positive. I'm hearing uh, very important keywords like supporting growth, stability as top priority, and policy loosening, which is interesting because it is exactly the opposite of what the rest of the world is doing right now. Furthermore, Chinese equities are attractively priced, with the MSCI China index trading at 12 times 12-month forward consensus price-to-earnings ratio on a 14% consensus earnings growth. With all that put together, we are expecting a re-rating from positive sentiments from peak policy risk as well as policy easing that could help market returns. And if we are seeing delight at the end of the tunnel, can you please talk us through how investors can ride this growth wave of the China market through our line OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF? Through the Lion OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF, you can gain broad-based access to China. Traditional blue-chip companies have formed the foundation of China's growth. 
and now it has been and will be turbocharged by new innovation, where companies are rapidly adopting technology to future-proof their business models. Many of these companies are not just leaders within China, but global leaders in their respective sectors as well. The ETF is carefully built to capture the growth potential of these China leaders that foster innovation and transform the world. The China Leaders ETF tracks the Hang Seng Stock Connect China 80 Index, which selects the 80 largest Chinese companies listed on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, Shenzhen Stock Exchange, and Shanghai Stock Exchange. It is a portfolio well diversified across 12 sectors. In terms of the income aspect, our China Leaders ETF makes an annual distribution and is the first China-focused ETF that will make a distribution in Singapore. Can you share with us a few of the major constituents of the ETF, just to give investors a flavor of the type of companies they are investing in? The China Leaders ETF contains many household needs that are consistently industry leaders. For example, Pingan Insurance, Guizhou Maotai, ICBC, which is the world's largest bank, Tencent, and BYD. And all these are not just leaders within China, but global leaders as well. Among these constituents, Guizhou Maotai was the favorite drink of China's founding father, Mao Zedong, who served it at state dinners when former US President Nixon visited China back in 1972. And since then, it has been the brand of choice for elites as business banquets and considered as a status symbol because of its premium price and limited supply. Globally, it is the world's largest liquor company by market capitalization, bigger than Diageo and Constellation Brands. It is also larger than Coca-Cola, which has long held the crown as the world's largest beverage maker by market capitalization. Valued at 2.37 trillion or 373 US dollars, Guizhou Maotai is larger than Toyota, Nike, and Disney, as well as China's four largest banks. Imagine the scale of a liquor company for it to be larger than the world's largest bank. Another constituent, KL or Ningde Shidai, is the world's largest electric vehicle battery manufacturer, supplying batteries powerhouses such as Tesla. As of last month, January 2022, the net worth of its founder, Robin Seng Yuchun, is already at 53.4 billion US dollars, officially taking over Jack Ma in July 2021 and Li Ka-shing in May 2021. As you and I speak, we are witnessing a symbolic moment in the clean energy and innovation boom. Sounds very exciting indeed. And the ETF certainly has a strong blend of leaders. I'm hearing names like Pingan Insurance, Guizhou Maotai, ICBC, uh, BYD, and also KetL. Very well-known, very high-quality names, and historically being able to weather downturns in the market. So how does this ETF compare to its peers out there? Because we do get this question a lot from investors. We can look at this in terms of peer indices listed in Singapore. Despite the overall Chinese market volatility and regulatory reconfiguration in 2021, the ETF and its index, the Hang Seng Stock Connect China 80 Index, 
had stable performance. Between its listing date of 2 August 2021 and 31st December 2021, the index has outperformed other reputable peer indices such as the MSCI China Index, MSCI Emerging Markets Index, and the Straits Times Index. Such resilient performance can be attributed to the index exclusion of American Depository Receipts, also known as ADRs, reducing exposure to the foreign regulatory risks that place heavy pressure on US-listed companies such as Alibaba, Baidu, Didi, and Neo in 2021. In fact, given the boiling US-China tensions, there have been predictions that most Chinese companies listed on US exchanges will likely delist from the US by 2024. By providing diversified exposure to industry leaders listed in Hong Kong Stock Exchange, Shenzhen Stock Exchange, and Shanghai Stock Exchange, the Lion OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF is less vulnerable to foreign regulatory risks and better positioned towards stability and resilience. Indeed, elements of stability and resilience are very important, especially in such volatile times like this. So please give me a quick elevator pitch or what I would call a take-home summary that we want investors to remember. To summarize, I want to take this opportunity to emphasize that we are positive on the long-term structural growth story of China. Our China Leaders ETF instantly offers you diversified exposure to 80 China market giants. By excluding ADRs, the ETF is less vulnerable to foreign regulatory risks, well-positioned to ride on the 2022 wave of policy loosening, and a resilient building block to your portfolio. With less than $5 sing dollars, you will be able to participate in China's growth story. You can access this ETF by logging on to your broker's trading portals and searching YYY for the Sing Dollar counter and YYR for the renminbi counter. Well, thanks so much, Jin Xiang. I think all our listeners here have a much better idea of our long-term structural positive view on China and how they can capture the growth wave of China with our line OCBC Securities China Leaders ETF that offers you diversified exposure to 80 China market giants. So here we are at the end of the podcast. Thank you so much to everyone for dialing in and to Jin Xiang for joining us. Catch you guys next week. Disclaimer, you should read the prospectus available at www.lionglobalinvestors.com before deciding whether to invest in the funds. The value of the units in the funds and any accruing income may fall or rise. This advertisement has not been reviewed by the Monetary Authority of Singapore.